Welcome to the Dag Heward Mills podcast. Dag Heward Mills is a healing evangelist, a best-selling author, and a mega church pastor. He's the founder of the United Denominations, originating from the Lighthouse Group of Churches, overseeing over 3,000 churches across every continent of the world. He pastors the First Love Church, a vibrant church in the city of Accra, transforming the lives of thousands of young people for the Lord. Now listen to Dag Heward Mills. Let us pray. Father, we thank you for this morning. We ask you to guide us by your Holy Spirit into all truth. We thank you that you are able, more than able, to bless us, heal us, lead us in Jesus' name. Amen. You may be seated. Albert, please see me after church. Hallelujah. I don't know what has happened to our sound. I am not happy with the sound. Hallelujah. Um, Are you glad to be in church? We are studying the art of hearing. Is that not so? How many want to hear from God? Do you want to hear from God? I believe that probably the most important thing for you in the in life, in the ministry, is to be able to hear from the Lord. Amen. Hallelujah. And so, I am sharing what I believe is very, very important for you. And I know that the Lord is going to bless you as you listen. I'm going to be preaching Deuteronomy 28. Let's look at that quickly. Deuteronomy 28. Can you hear the J Church? They're having a good time, I tell you. There's the J Church over here and then Eli over here. They're also having a good time. I tell you, it is good to serve the Lord from when you are young. Even after they've eaten of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, they are likely to come back to serve the Lord. Even if after all this, they become some way, they they are likely to come back. So it's good. Hallelujah. Deuteronomy 28 verse 1. And it shall come to pass, if thou shalt hearken diligently to the voice of the Lord thy God, to observe, to do all his commandments which I command thee this day, that the Lord will set thee on high above all the nations of the earth. Hallelujah. What does it say? It shall come to pass, if thou shalt hearken diligently to what? To the voice of the Lord thy God. That what will happen? The Lord will set thee on high above the nations of the earth. Amen. Based on this scripture, I believe that one of the most important things for your personal enhancement in this world, in this life, is your ability to listen, hearken to the voice of the Lord your God. And in fact, the more you are able to listen to the voice of the Lord your God, the more different your life will be compared to other people all around you. You may all seem to be in the same country or in the same earth, but the Lord says, the Bible says, the Lord will lift you above the nations in the earth. You see, we are all people. We are all workers. We are all Ghanaians. We are all South Africans, Nigerians, wherever you come from. But there is a way that God can make you different from all the other people of your type. And you will be different. God's blessing will be with you. And God's anointing will be with you. And one of the things is if you can hearken diligently to that voice. As for me, I will say, and it's something that someone who has been a father to me, Kenneth Hagin, said. He said, And I find myself saying the same thing. Probably the most important thing that has taken him further and higher, faster than any other thing in the ministry has been the ability to hear and obey the voice of the Holy Spirit. And that's what we are reading. He says, if thou shalt hearken. That's why I wrote a book on the art of hearing. The how to hear. Because if thou shalt hearken diligently to the voice of the Lord your God, then the Lord will set thee on high. Amen. Now, what are some of the things that the Lord your God would speak to you about? I was just chatting with some pastors downstairs before I came. And uh, 
we realize that one of the things that God will speak to you about is human beings who are his men whom you have to relate with. That's one of the things that God speaks to us about. In fact, it's probably one of the earlier um, serious messages that God will speak to you about. Did you, did, you get, did you hear me? Are you there? Are you here? Are you with me at the back? One of the earlier things God would speak to you about if he's taking you from a certain point onwards is about people or the man of God whom he's giving to you. Listen. You see, in as much as God, are you listening to me, would like to speak to you, would like to minister to you, would like to bless you, are you there? He will do that through a man, often. And when God is going to bless you, he would often bless you through his servants. Or for instance, if God had decided, that, okay, I'm now going to give you a message or a series of messages, he would often start the first series. The first message is that this is the tape, or this is the tape recorder you should play from. That would be the, obviously one of the first messages. You show you which tapes you are going to listen to. Supposing God has got 37 messages on tape that are going to change your life, are going to bless you, are going to prosper, are going to heal you, are going to deliver you, are going to extend your life. The first message probably would be the messages are in this place, can be found at this shop, or the messages can be found at that place. So that is often one of the first things that you hear God speaking to you about. When the Lord was sending his son, Jesus, angels prophesied, angels came and appeared. But at the end of the, of the day, the man himself had to come. And the man himself was Jesus. And Jesus referred to himself as the son of man. When God wanted to bless Cornelius, what did he do? He sent an angel to Cornelius' house. To tell Cornelius that what? He should go to a man who has the word. And that man is just somewhere in Joppa. And the man will tell you. When God was going to speak to Paul, Saul, on the way. He was struck down and heard a voice and so on. And then God sent, who did God send to Paul? Ananias. God sent the man to come and tell him what he should do. So in as much as the angel cry appeared, it's like the angel was now pointing them to the man through whom they are going to be blessed. I'm not preaching this message because of myself and you, but I'm preaching this message for you to learn a principle because I realize that it's something that happens in the life of anyone who God is going to have a series of blessings and messages for one of the first messages where the messages are. <laughs> are you listening to what I'm saying? Where are the which box has the messages? Which box of tapes should I pick? The best message is to tell you which of the boxes you should pick. And I can remember, and I think now when I look back, that as far back as I was in uh, in secondary school or as a, stu a student, when the Lord would tell me and told me and said to me, respect this man, Bishop Duncan Williams. Respect him. That is, that is also a way by which God is telling you certain people you have to be careful with and relate with. Since then, it is a spiritual uh, thing. I don't go by anything natural. That's why I'm, I've been there through any situation that has come up at the end. You'll find me there. I don't care what it's about. I don't need to know the details. I don't need to know how it happened, how it's not happening. It doesn't matter to me. I'll be there. I said, I'll be there. Amen. Amen. Are you listening to me? Yeah. yeah. So these are things that God speaks to you. Like God told Cornelius, there is a man called Peter. You may not think of him as an important person, but he has something to tell you. I won't I say it. Because God, the Bible says that, how beautiful are the feet of them that preach the good tidings and the good news. God has ordained a man. That says the eyes of the Lord are looking for a man whom he can show himself strong on his behalf. And you, will God use you as a, a man like you? When you cannot receive from another man and when in your heart you despise men 
and you say in your heart that a man is not qualified and you say in your, all that you see in a man is his fault and his humanity and his frailty all you see is that then it will be ripped back to you a hundredfold your faults will be magnified your humanity and your frailty will also be magnified a hundredfold nobody can also receive from you because you cannot receive from a man you disqualify yourself from ministering to men because in your heart you have cancelled the ability of men to, to minister therefore since you are also a man you can also not minister you wouldn't ask for mercy you don't want a man with all his weakness a man who is just like all of us liar weak frail sexual dying sick everything that is in a man still god is using the man and the angel who was pure said the man the weak man remember when paul stood up and rebuked peter peter's weaknesses were not gone after jesus left paul had to discipline him paul stood up and said you are you are you are you are some way paul's problems were not over peter's problems were not over paul had to rebuke him jesus rebuked him jesus once told him satan get away and peter said who me he said yes you i said satan get me behind me me i'm satan Yesterday you were calling me the rock of the church and today you say I'm Satan. <laughs> if it wasn't for something, I would have left the church. Peter's problems never went away. He was a man until he died. And the angel said, I'm perfect. I'm holy. I stand in the presence of God. The man with the problems is the one with the message. You see the guy with all his problems? He's the one who has the message. Easy. It's as easy as ABC. That's why God likes people. He wants to use because he and he sometimes he just he just does things in a funny way. He picks something that you wouldn't choose, you know, with a lot of problems. That's why I personally believe that women can be more anointed than men. You know why? You know why I believe women can be more more anointed than men, huh? You see, most women don't become more anointed than men because of their pride. Why, why do I say they are pride? A woman is a weaker vessel i didn't say it in the bible a weaker container the container of the anointing or the container of the spirit which is the soul the mind the emotions the body the things women talk about are different from what a man talks about one brother was telling you having rehearsal with some ladies and so when they reach a certain point in the rehearsal now they start talking about their hair and so on and he becomes very frustrated <laughs> At another point, somebody, somebody starts sleeping and so on. Then he becomes very disturbed. It's a weaker or a lesser container. Somebody may say inferior. I didn't say it. And in life, you can see that the, the differences are clear, are there. But that is the more reason why you can be more anointed. Because what did Paul say? He said, therefore, I will glory in my infirmities. Because when I am weak, then I am strong. <laughs> because when I am weak, then I become strong. He said, I will therefore glory in my weakness and my necessities and distresses and my reproach, that the power of Christ may rest upon me. God's power rests on you to the level to which you can withdraw yourself and to the level to which he can have his way. But as long as you are strong, you see, then his strength cannot come. But when you are weak, then you just need strength. And the strength that is coming is the power of Christ and the strength of Christ. So if I was a woman, I would, glow, I would be like Paul. I would glory in my... I wouldn't say I don't have infirmities. I wouldn't say, oh, what do you mean by... I wouldn't say that, oh, but not all women have those infirmities. I wouldn't say that, look, uh, you know, there's a, I mean... Yes, you may say whatever, but in these days, women are doing everything that a, a man does. And, and I would say, uh, look, you know, a woman is as good as a man. And this, I would say, oh, I mean, I'm, a, I'm a weaker. I'm a weaker sample. And I, I will, uh, some men are weaker too. Somebody will say, some men are weaker too. <laughs> I know some men who are weaker than women. I would, I would stop talking like that because that's all pride and arrogance. And I will humble myself before the Lord and say, Lord, I'm weak. Lord, I'm not a man. Lord, I don't have what it takes. Lord, if you can anoint me. I'm weak, but thou. Therefore, I will glory. I will glory in my distresses. My distresses. The distresses of a woman. When a woman is distressed, something is pulling her from here and pulling her from there and pulling her from there. Three children from the back, a husband from the side, and this from the other angle. Oh, man. 
Society is demanding things from you. Therefore, I will glory that the power of Christ may rest upon you. Well, some of us, we are not uh, this, as weak as you may make it out, out to be. <laughs> Humble yourself. You see, there are some people, when you preach, they preach against you. You know, in their heads. Whatever you say, they say the opposite. Like I may be preaching, I will say, Daddy Daniel. Then they will change it in there. I say, Darling Daniel. Because their beloved is Daniel. So when I say dirty Daniel, then you take the dirty Daniel to darling Daniel. It's like, if I say a woman is a weaker man, then in your mind, you immediately say, and so men are also weak. Whatever I say, you have an alternative in your mind. And canceling the word of God as it is coming. May God have mercy on you. <laughs> don't cancel the preaching in your mind. I said, don't cancel the preaching in your mind. Agree with the preaching. Agree with the word of God. Accept the word of God. When I'm preaching, I say that God will speak to you about a man to minister to you. Then in your mind, you will say, hey, but there are some people who God doesn't speak to about a man and he still speaks to them. Do you, do, you, do you understand what I'm saying? You always have a different counteractive message. It's not a good thing. It's a bad attitude. Agree with the word of God. Because I know that God is speaking to you. Let me tell you, if I am your shepherd, what is one of my duties? The Lord is my shepherd, I shall know what. He leadeth me. You see, if you people here can stop looking at me as Heward Mills, or Agbadobi, or as uh, Azozobi, or as Mr. Heward Mills' son, or Dag Heward Mills, Dagito, or Dagadu, who I knew in secondary school, if you can kindly remove your thinking from that and see me as, as to an angel appear to you in your house and, you, and said to you, go to the man with problems. He is going to tell something important to you. It will change the whole church experience will be very different from you. Now I am more ready than ever to receive from a man who God sends to me. I've become wilder because I realize that the extent to which I can flow in that is often the extent to which I can receive from God. And it's, it takes humility to really be nothing to receive. My work is preaching and praying for people and laying hands on people. I lay hands on different people. Sometimes you lay hands on people, you realize that uh, it's not that they don't believe in such things. But they, 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 it, it, it's like you, you realize that some people's spirits are not open to receive. Even as I'm preaching, some people's spirits are not some are taking offerings, some people's spirits are not open. We've been taking some powerful offerings and as we take the offering, I feel angelic beings and powers moving through the congregation and blessing people. That's my personal belief. Do you like such things? Do you want such things? Do you believe in such things? I want to be more like Jesus. Jesus raised uh, 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 this young girl from Jairus daughter from the, from the dead and he came out of the house and when he came out of the house two blind men followed him and as they followed him they were asking him Lord healer and Jesus didn't mind them all the way he was going to the house where they were going to bring the paralytic man to come and heal he didn't mind them and then he got to a place he turned around and he asked them do you believe that I am able to do this do you believe you see Jesus was asking do you believe in such things do, do you, do, I know you are following me do you, but do you believe because you can be around but you don't believe you can follow for a long time but you still don't believe because they followed him for a long time they were at Jairus house he raised the dead but he still asked the question do you believe that's why I'm asking you do you believe in such things do you want such things in your life do you like such things do you want more of such things I see God blessing you in Jesus name Hallelujah. So open your spirit and get the first message that God is giving you. He's showing you, that's my shepherd, that's my pastor. He's got problems just like Peter. They've called him Satan before, but the angel won't speak. He's pointing you to the person with all the problems. So go there. God will be with you. Amen. Now, one of the tricks of the enemy is to introduce a false thing to you so that you get confused are you listening to me so when it comes to being led by the spirit one of the important things is to learn to distinguish between what god tells you and what the devil is telling you amen 
Now, the other day we were talking about dreams. But I want you to know that anytime, you know, God sends a message or a messenger, the devil will analyze what God has done and send his own. All those who are sleeping, I'm ending in five minutes so you can wake up now. You can, you know, when the alarm bell rings, it means it's just about to be morning, so you have to start waking up. Listen to me. Are you there? And when God, when God does something, you know, the Bible says, beware of the wiles, not the power. And the wiles of the devil are the tricks. Now, one of the greatest tricks and strategies of the devil is to mix the good with the bad. How many have eaten rice before that was not good? But one of the difficult things to eat is rice. I was eating one day rice, you know, taking like that. Then as I put my fork inside the rice and I look, I noticed that one of the rices was not a rice. But it was a little white worm. That was, you know, I don't even know whether it was alive or whether it was dead, but it looked just like the rice. It looked just like the rice. And it was mixed with the rice. And a thousand good rices had come by and then that one also came by. And when I saw the rice among the rices. I said to myself, Woe is me. I am undone. How many other rices are like this rice? How much more is there? Since this one looks so much like the other one. How can I, how many have I eaten? How many more are there? Lord, deliver me from this rice. And immediately I pushed away the plate. This is what the devil does. A thousand good pastors and send them two bad pastors among the good pastors. Suddenly, a pastor, but we heard of these people who follow their pastor, and this is what happened. We heard of these people who follow this, but this is what happened. We heard of these people who did this, look at what happened. We heard of this, so straight away, it's like, eh? Be careful. Just two cases among a thousand. When you hear of some of the bad things, you will think that it's happening, happening everywhere. But one day I was reading a statistic about pastors. And I realized that some of the problems that I thought half of the pastors have, it was just about less than 10% of pastors ever had such a problem. Ever. And I realized that what the enemy was trying to let us think that this is the bad thing that pastors do or pastors have, very few pastors ever really have such a problem. And it makes you push everything away. And you begin to be scared. Do you know why you don't believe your dreams? Because you had some dreams that the opposite of the dream happened. So you could see that the dream, uh, it wasn't a proper dream. How many have had a dream like this was going to happen and like maybe your wedding was going to be bad and it was very good? Raise your hand. Not your wedding, but a, 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 a something. Pastor Vano, you had a dream that it wasn't going to work, then it worked. So straight away, you put all dreams in that category or you just look at them and say, oh, this one, let it go away. And so the devil will also prophets. Prophets. You send prophets who will come and tell you lies or say things that will spoil things. Pastors, shepherds, prophets, dreams, visions, all of them, some of them mixed up. So we cannot work without the devil's existence. So what I want you to know is that you cannot afford to say, I will not eat my rice. Because that is the plate that God has given. And unfortunately, the enemy has come to sow tears among the wheat. But you cannot say, I will not eat. Because if you do not eat, you will lose everything. So you have to take your time and actually decide that instead of pushing the thing away, I'll look at it carefully and I'll receive whatever I have to receive. And also, when I'm not sure whether it's right or not, I'm going to trust the Lord and take it in and ask God for his protection. And God will provide for you. So when you have a dream, you must know there are dreams that come from the devil. Prophets that come from the devil. Pastors that come from the devil. But most of them are from the Lord. The devil just, you just need one to confuse you. Now, in Job, turn with me to Job. Job chapter 7. I'm just going to share with you one verse and we're closing. Job chapter 7, verse 11. Therefore I will not refrain my mouth. I will speak in the anguish of my spirit. I will complain in the bitterness of my soul. Am I a, am I a sea or a will that thou settest a watch over me? 
When I say my bed shall comfort me and my couch shall ease my complaint, then thou scarest me with dreams and terrifiest me through visions, so that my soul chooseth strangling and death rather than life. So that my soul chooseth strangling and death rather than life. Hallelujah. What did he say? He said that thou, then thou scarest me with dreams and terrifiest me through visions. Do you know that there are dreams and visions that can frighten you? How many have had a dream that frightened you before? Lift up your hand. You woke up and you said, my goodness, if this dream comes to pass, how many have woken up before and you were glad you woke up? You were glad that it was a dream. <laughs> you were so glad it was just a dream. Now, you must now begin to know what to do with demonic substitutes of God's direction. Because you know why I'm talking about dreams? I'm talking about dreams a lot. Because I believe that it is one of the commonest, if you want God to start walking in the supernatural direction with you, I believe that the door is dreams. Yes, I believe the door is dreams. I believe it's the door. Because the Bible says, well, I'll pour out my spirit. And the young men will dream. So it's one of the direct manifestations of the presence of the Holy Spirit on your life. It's not something by, for emotional people who are unstable. But it's for people who have the Holy Spirit. It's one of the direct openings of your life to the supernatural. Dreams. When Satan gives you a dream, he frightens you with a dream. I was sleeping with somebody. And then you realize that you are not getting married. How many have had dreams that you were sleeping with somebody before? I know you wouldn't like to raise your hand, but, you know, raise up your hand. <laughs> Mercy, Lord, for us. <laughs> and because you are sleeping with somebody, it looks like you are married to somebody already. You get what I'm saying? So Satan is showing you that you are married. And therefore, before you are married, because you are married, you cannot marry again. So you have a spiritual husband. Do you understand what I'm talking about? Or you have a dream that somebody is squeezing here. And when you wake up, a new disease starts to develop at that place. Or you have a dream that Satan is squeezing your baby. Or that you are, you, you are pregnant and you had an abortion. You see, what are these dreams? And many people will testify that I've had a dream like that and it happened. Do you know why it happened? Because you received the ministration of the devil. When that dream came, thou scarest me. The spirit of fear is the spirit of fear is ministered to you. The first demon that must come for the things to come. That's Job. And he himself said, What I feared is what happened. So before what can happen must happen, you must be afraid of it. You must receive it and be afraid. And live, say, My God. This thing is going to happen to me or it is happening or it will happen or it is about to happen. Thou scarest me. Thou terrifiest me with visions. When you lie down cry, the dream that you have and the fear. And so now Satan has you because he has imparted a picture and shown you. Do you see? This is you. Tomorrow is you. This is you tomorrow. You see this coffin? You are at the coffin tomorrow. Do you see these people wearing black? It's you. It's your funeral. Do you see this picture? It's just like me. I could also take a picture and show you. So, do you see this picture? That's tomorrow. This is what's happening for you tomorrow. Do you see this picture? This is what's going to happen to you by next month. Thou scarest me. Thou terrifiest me. You see a man begging. And they say, yeah, that's me begging. You see your husband in a dream going for somebody. I said, that is it. And you wake up, that is, you are scared, you are terrified. And what has happened? A spirit of fear has been ministered to you, and you have fully received it, and you are moving with it. Now that the spirit of fear is there, according to the book of Job, chapter 3 and verse 4, he said, That which I fear greatly has come up. That's why Jesus always comes with fear not. Whenever Jesus comes, he will say, Fear not. 
whenever Jesus comes, you say, Fear not, fear not, only believe, fear not, only believe, fear not, only believe, fear not, only believe, fear not, only believe. When Jairus came to call Jesus after he finished healing the woman with the issue of blood, and he came to call him, and Jesus was going to Jairus' house. Some people came because on the way, Jesus had to heal the woman with the issue of blood. He felt the power of God and he felt the anointing. Sometimes God moves when it's not actually a miracle service or, or, or maybe on the way to the miracle service or just before the miracle service or before the miracle time comes in the worship time and the prayer time on the way to the miracle service. The power of God begins to flow. The power was flowing on the way. That's why you must always be alert in the house of God. Because you don't know when the power of God is going to begin to flow. And the power began to flow for the woman with the issue of blood. And she received it. Jesus stopped and had his own miracles. I see somebody receiving the uh, power of God here. Who is it? Right and raise up your hand. And the woman raised up her hand. And Peter and Kilko said, no, we have to hurry. Just shut up, you dry, dull, dry pastors who are full of... I mean, just close early, and that is all your own that is on your mind. Close early, come early, what their time and ushering and other things. You are so dry. But I like this woman who is receiving the anointing. I feel certain women are receiving the anointing right now. God always loves to touch his daughters and anoint his daughters with the Holy Ghost because he sees your weakness and he wants to give you his power to cover you. So the daughter felt the power. And just as he was there, and Jairus, Jairus was standing around, looking and saying, oh, if only Jesus had hurried up to my house. If only Jesus would hurry. I know that if he can gather in time, something good is going to happen to my daughter. And then suddenly, some people came from Jairus' house and said, trouble not the master anymore. Don't bother. She's dead. She stopped breathing. And when Jairus heard that, news he he was so scared and immediately jesus knew that satan was just about to take over and spoil everything so he said to her fear not don't be afraid hey hey don't be afraid don't be afraid this is what the enemy is trying to get you to do fear not he stopped him right there they were not yet at jairus house but he, he knew immediately that this was they came and showed him the picture your, your daughter is dead here's a picture Here's the picture. She's dead. It's not going to work. It's not going to work. A battle is going to happen. Do you see? You see in your dream. You see in your life. You see what happened all around you. This is what's going to happen to you. And immediately Jesus turned and said, Fear not. Jesus put his hand in between the demon and Jairus. And he said, Don't be afraid. Fear not. I hear the Spirit of God telling you, Fear not, brother. Fear not. Fear not, fear not, fear not. You shall live and not die. I said you shall live and not die. You shall live and not die. You shall live and not die. Satan will show you a picture of somebody who was in a relationship and broke up. And her heart was broken. And she began to have pimples all over her face. And she began to look like an old lady. And the devil is saying, this is how it's going to be for you. You will never marry. You will have three relationships. Three people will propose to you. None of them will marry you. None of them will bless you. None of them will really be the person. Fear not! I said, fear not! I said, fear not! I said, fear not! Fear not! Fear not. Thou scarest me. Thou terrifiest me. I tell you, Satan is good at frightening people. It's a demon of fear. It's an evil spirit of fear. To make you lose your mind. To make you lose your power. Jairus was about to lose his power. All his strength. To hear the news that your daughter is dead. You lose all strength. You lose all feelings and all power. And Jesus turned to him and said, Don't fear. Fear not. When Jesus comes, he doesn't come with fear. He doesn't come with fear. He comes with fear not. I said, when Jesus comes to you, he doesn't come with fear. He comes with fear not. If my Jesus comes to me, he will come to me with fear not. I said, if my Jesus comes to me, he will come to me with fear not. I said, if my Jesus comes to me in the night to talk to me, he's not coming to tell me I'm a dead fox. 
He's not coming to tell me that I'm going to die tomorrow. He's not coming to tell me that my life is over. He's not coming to tell me that I'm the next person to be buried at Awudome Cemetery. He's not coming to frighten me. He's coming to tell me, fear not. Give the Lord a shout. Fear not. Don't be afraid. You had a bad picture. You had a bad dream. But Jesus says, fear not. Fear not. Fear not. They may give you all the bad pictures and the bad news. But Jesus says, fear not. Fear not. There are a lot of bad pictures in this world. Though. How many have seen a lot of bad pictures? Bad news all around. Frightening news all around. But Jesus is stepping into your life right now. And he's saying, my daughter, my son, fear not. Fear not. That's not your picture. I am around. I am around. And I'm going to prevent that thing from happening to you. You hear of armed robbers and then you begin to fear. Fear not. You hear people have failed their exams. Fear not. I said, fear not. You hear somebody is divorcing. Fear not. Fear not. Fear not. Fear not. Thou scarest me with dreams. Thou terrifiest me with visions. Fear is different from the fear of God. Satan has a counterfeit to every good thing. There is a certain fear of God that you must have. Though you walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff, thy rod and thy staff, give the Lord a shout of praise. devil shows you a picture of a widow he shows you a picture of a, of a widow say so this is a widow this is you you are becoming a widow and you you wake up and you're afraid all that happened the spirit of fear comes into you and when he's fully there he he takes the keys of the house and everything because they don't have telephone in the spirit well he takes the key of the house and everything and he goes out to call seven wild wild things I said wild wild things that you wouldn't want to know about poverty widowhood wickedness sorrow depression eh? frightening things and he said that the house is ready me the spirit of fear I have possessed the whole I have cleaned I've got seven bedrooms waiting for all of you. Come on, let's go. Depression and depression will come. Fear will come. Uh, poverty will come. Uh, crying will come. Uh, 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 sickness will come. Death and all these things. Accident, they will all come. And they open the door. And then they all come. Because the, the first thing is to get that demon of fear. Let me tell you, there are a lot of evils in this world. But God says, fear not. Let not your heart be troubled. I said, let not your heart be troubled. In this world, you have tribulation. There are many things all around you. But fear not. Fear not. Fear not. Fear not. Fear not. I've seen many pictures that the devil has given to me. I tell you, bad dreams. I've woken up dead many times. As I stand there, I've woken up dead many times. <laughs> I've had people dream about me with bad pictures. And they come and say, you know, I had a dream. Well, it's not that I'm thinking about anything bad, but I just want to share this dream with you. And I saw this. And I saw that. And I saw that. And then if thou scarest me, eesh, thou terrify, you know. <laughs> How many there's a feeling about that thing when it is told to you? And I rise up in the spirit because I remember what Jesus said to Jairus. Fear not! 
Lift your hand and give the Lord a shout of praise. Come to your feet, everybody. Thank the Lord that He is with you. Though you walk through the valley of the shadow of death, you shall fear no evil. For the Lord is with you. The Lord shall strengthen you. The Lord shall keep you. The Lord shall bless you. Oh, when the devil tries to tell you, this is you, you say, ah, it's not me. It's not me. It's not me. It's not me. I'm not the one. I'm not the one in the dream. You're a liar. I refuse that dream in Jesus' name. I cancel that dream in Jesus' name. I reject that dream in Jesus' name. I have bought and canceled every prediction and protection of satanic incubators and wombs. Listen, God has a good plan for you, but Satan has a bad plan for you. And he will bring forth out of the abundance of his heart all the bad plans and the bad pictures and show you. Do you want this? And you say, ah, ah, ah. don't be terrified. Don't be terrified. Because if you are terrified, you can easily take the picture. Ah, ah, ah. Don't take it. I said, don't take it. I said, don't take it. I said, don't take it. There is a lot of fear in the world. Fear. One day I was in my car driving with my wife. I was afraid I was going to die. This was many years ago. I was driving in the car. But the, the reason why I knew that it was spiritual, I went to, I think we went to Kobe's house. We were coming back in the evening around Achimota, the overhead. And I, I, I turned to my wife and I asked her, are you afraid? She said, yes. I said, I am also afraid. I feel fear as we are in the car. We haven't talked about anything. Haven't said anything about anything. I feel afraid and you also feel afraid. It's a spirit. I'm telling you something real. And anytime God gives you a little prosperity, the first spirit that comes with, you know, <laughs> You see, if, God, if, if, if you sit down a bit, God brings you some prosperity, you sit down. As soon as you sit down and say, oh, what a nice thing, a demon will walk from there and tell you, it's not forever. Many were like you, and this happened. You say, oh, what are you saying? Now you can't even look at the blessing again. You start to think about, eh, many, what happened to them? Ah, ah? Eh, th- th- there were many people who were happily married just like you, and then this and this and this happened, and that happened, and that happened. Your whole life is twisted. And now the demon has come. I've learned to fight fear as though I'm fighting for my life. Fight anything you are afraid of. If there's a fear, you fight it. Refuse it. Stand free from it. Say, I refuse this thing. I refuse this picture. I cancel the prediction and the projection of Satan for my life. I refuse it and I receive the prediction of God for my life. Lift up your hand and give the Lord a mighty shout of praise. He is able, more than able, to accomplish, to accomplish what concerns me today. Stand to your feet, please, everyone. He is able, more than able. He can handle anything. He can handle anything that comes my way. He is able, more than able, to do, to do much more, to do much more than I could ever dream. He He's more than able oh, to make me what he wants me to be. Come on, lift your hand and sing it. He's able. He is able. He's more than able to accomplish. To accomplish what concerns me today, he's able, he's able, he's more than 
can handle anything that comes my way. He can handle anything that comes my way. Sing it for the last time. He is able. He is able. He's more than able to accomplish what concerns me. To accomplish what concerns me today. prediction and picture that Satan has given to you about your life about what can happen to you about what may happen about what is going to happen tomorrow about how it's going to be for you and every picture of the devil of how things are going to turn out badly and what evil is going to come against your life I want you to come against it and cancel it and overcome it and reject it for your life in the name of Jesus Masato Pacado, Rembe Sambalando, Rotele Berebekisto, Rambala Everybody pray, everybody pray. Cancel every bad picture. Cancel every evil dream. Cancel every problem cycle. Cancel it. Cancel it. Lift your voice and pray. Lift your voice and pray. Kaliko, Kaloko, Kiko, Shiva, Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. He is able more than able to accomplish what concerns me today. He's more than 
anything, anything at all. He can handle anything that comes my way. and a shout of rain. over the demons that come through dreams, Lord, and the lies and the deceptions of Satan and the spirits of fear that come, Lord, hoping to gain access and hoping to make an entry and hoping to gain an entry so that they can bring in other things to our life. We refuse it in the name of Jesus. We overcome it in the name of Jesus. Yes, Lord. We cancel death in the name of yes. Jesus. We cancel bad news in the name of Jesus. We cancel the fear of the enemy in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. And we release ourselves to walk by faith and not by sight. We say that it is well, O oh God, with our soul. We say that it shall be well with us, Lord. We say as though a thousand shall fall at our left side and ten thousand on our right hand side. It will not happen to us. Because the Lord is our shield and our buckler. The Lord is a mighty one with us. Uh. The Lord shall keep us and preserve yes. us. Uh. And the Lord shall strengthen us. Hallelujah. And tomorrow will be better than today. Our light will shine brighter tomorrow than it has ever shown. Uh. And better days lie ahead yes. because of your mercies and yes. your grace. Yes. We thank you, Heavenly thank Father, you, in the name of Jesus. And everybody give the Lord a shout of praise. Yeah. Hallelujah. As every head is bowed and every eye closed, Pastor, somebody invited me to church, but I'm not a born again Christian. I, I don't even understand what it means to be born again, but I'm afraid I don't want to go to hell. And deep down in my heart, I, I, I don't, I'm not sure. I, I'm afraid that if I die today or tomorrow, I'll go to hell. And I don't want to go to hell. I want to go to heaven. I want to give my life to God. Please pray with me before we close. If you are here like that, just lift up your right hand wherever you are standing. Just lift up your right hand and I'm going to pray with you. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you for listening to this message. Visit www.daghewardmills.org today for more audio and video messages, information on upcoming events and so much more. Make sure you subscribe to this podcast to receive new messages every single day. And remember, God has not given you the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind.